Welcome back, podcast listeners. We're here with episode 165 today, and the old saying, when the bosses go away, the kids will play. So today what I've decided is I've got everyone into the boardroom, and we're going to have a little bit of fun with the podcast today, Um, just relaxing a little bit, Tony Boyana. But what we're going to do today is I've got three categories. I've got rapid fire, I've got lifestyle, and I've got work. And what I'm going to do is go around and uh, ask all the staff their answers to their questions. So... Let's start with the introduction. We don't need a bio, but who do we have on the mic today? This is Vaughan. Jamie, thank you for uh, welcoming me back. And we've got a bit more company today uh, than usual on the podcast. We sure do. And you're the one handing around the mic. So do you want to do some quick introductions? Sure. PK? Um, thanks, Vaughan. Um, as you know, my name is Pratista and I work as the general manager of Private World. That's it. Keep passing. <laughs> hey, guys. My name is Kieran. I'm a client services officer. Hi guys, Ini here, and I'm working as the power planner. Oh, the cords are already getting mixed up. Lucy here, um, the resident financial advisor. Jordan, client service officer. Hey guys, this is Regina, one of the client services officer. Awesome. You may as well stand up and stay with the mic because it's going to be a good pass around. We're starting with rapid fire. Um, Let's go. I guess it's final season in the AFL. So favourite AFL team? Brisbane Lions. Our team's facing off tomorrow. Um, I'm still... I still haven't decided, oh, but at the moment I'd go with um, Bulldogs. Okay. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Essendon. Um, I object to this question uh, on the account of not being interested. Thank okay. you. Oh, I think Fitzroy she means. <laughs> Proud Tigers supporter. Yes, I've got it. Of course, Essendon supporter. Tigers as well. Oh, I've got a few of them now. I'm loving this. Okay. Best podcast host, Tony or Jamie? I mean, he's not here, so I'm going to have to say you. (laughs) Yeah, I'd go with Jamie as well. Willard. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't given us much choice but Jamie. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have to go with Jamie now. (laughs) Yep, I'll pick Jamie. I agree with everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) This is a great start, guys. Okay, this is a yes or no. Is wearing bright lycra commuting to work necessary? (laughs) It's required. Someone's got to do it. (laughs) Not sure. Hell no. (laughs) It definitely doesn't go down well with my morning coffee. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure. I'm indifferent. (laughs) She likes it. I'm not going to comment on this one. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite holiday destination? Oh, tough one. Uh, Guatemala. Nepal. The beach. <laughs> uh, anywhere with snow. Of course, home, Nepal. Greece. The beach. Yeah, okay, I like it. Okay. Last one for rapid fire. What is your favorite flavor of shapes? I'll start with chicken crimpy. Going with nacho cheese, the wow. best. Barbecue. I'm going to say chicken crimpy, and anyone who says pizza is out of their mind. <laughs> you know what? I had never tried steaks before. Kieran um, once got it in the office, and then I really like the barbecue flavor. Look, it's between pizza and barbecue. Oh, it's a, it's a close from the shape master himself. <laughs> I like a barbecue. 
Well, barbecue is the only answer, I think, for that. Chicken crimpy is just horrible to be choosing that. I don't even know where that comes from. <laughs> okay, this is a lifestyle one, um, and we use a little bit of time. So what does your morning routine look like? I'm pretty simple. Wake up, breakfast, get on a bike. <clears throat> wake up, breakfast, get on the train. <laughs> uh, wake up, work out, get on the train. I'm actually quite high maintenance. I <laughs> do wake up, have my breakfast, I do my makeup and my hair, have a shower. So all that probably takes like an hour and a bit. It's a yeah. bit of a pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mine is a bit uh, mixed up, you know. So I normally used to go gym in the morning, but then these days, you know, how cold the Melbourne weather <laughs> is. So I've started, sometimes I mix up the gym routines, but if, um, uh, if I, go in the morning it's just you know gym and then come back home shower breakfast and then get ready for the office uh usually for me no breakfast in the morning just a maybe a quick online chess game and then straight to work <laughs> <laughs> so for me it's just a wake up dress up and then get into the road i mean get into the car yeah like it and he's always the first one in here and, <laughs> and kieran's playing that chess game at about 9 30 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. If you won $10 million today, what would you do with it? Oh, buy shares in Kofkin Bond. <laughs> Ask one of the advisors. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, give to family and people that need it. I would probably buy a house for myself uh, and go on an epic holiday. Only best. <laughs> um, I would maybe um, gift a home to my parents and probably invest, you know, the remaining funds. I'd say invest in a mixture of property and portfolio stuff. Some nice solid ASX stocks Maybe there. Maybe go for a holiday. Yeah. Well, I'd go on a holiday. That's, that's me. What is the least favourite job that you've had? Now, this is going to be hard for Patricia and Regina because they can either go best and worst is going to be the same, I think. <laughs> <laughs> born? Yeah, uh, probably one that I didn't do for very long, which was uh, just a case of looking at spreadsheets all day um, and not really having any engagement with other people. So, yeah, I didn't enjoy that one. I used to work in a cafe while I was in a as a while I was a student. Um, it was so hard during the summer days to be near the fryer. Oh yeah. yeah uh, Labouring at a tip, you're literally going through people's rubbish. Um, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> uh, my first job was delivering pamphlets, and it was actually a fine job, but I only earned about ten or twenty bucks a week, so that was pretty rough. It was like worked out to be forty cents an hour or something ridiculous. <laughs> I did that as well. It was good fun though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, perhaps waitressing. It's a very love and head relationship, you know. I had with that you know, position. Um, sometimes I used to enjoy, you know, getting to getting a chance to meet with the different people. But sometimes, just when the you know kitchen used to be very busy, it used to be very hectic. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I used to deliver some pizzas as my first job. Uh, the pizza delivering was okay, but I didn't like the dishwashing in between. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I also don't quite like um, doing the waitress job because I feel there's a lot of like a manual work involved and <laughs> that's not what I'm good at. That's not yours. <laughs> Love it. What about you, Jamie? Uh, 
I had to do some physical labour once and that sucked. <laughs> That's not my forte either. <laughs> Recommendations for places to grab a feed near the office. Oh, well, I mean, I think my answer's already known. There's this place called Sichuan Impression, a.k.a. Panda, uh, which we go to multiple times a week. Well, I do at least. Uh, beautiful Chinese food. Um... There's this really nice Korean place that we recently tried, Yoon's Kitchen. Fried chicken, the best. Love it. I do love it all, but um, I love Istanbul on Ligon. It's pretty good. I'm going to second panda uh, (laughs) and go one more to say and recommend the twice-cooked pork. Iconic. That's the best on the menu. People might think that I'm I'm a very boring person, but I love the salad place just around the corner. It's called Blue Bag. It's really good. Great. Sichuan impression has got to be the number one place around here. But um, I'll have to give a shout out to the Zata, the humble Zata at $4 per Zata. Panda. <laughs> As you can tell, our staff go to Panda three to four times a week, I think. <laughs> Awesome. Now onto some work questions, the boring stuff. What is the most important lesson you've learnt so far over your career? Uh, probably for me it would be that uh, the relationships you develop with the people you work with uh, is at least as important or if not more important than the actual work you're doing. I do agree with one on that and uh also like to add um, not to be afraid to ask any sort of questions all the time yeah I'd agree Uh, you need a great team around you but I'd also say uh, being direct but kind can be very beneficial I'm gonna go a different path here Uh, (laughs) the most important lesson I learned was back when I worked in retail and it was just that you should vacuum before you mop <laughs> I like because I did do it the other way around, and I got in quite a bit of trouble. Uh, but really, the lesson there was not just checking first or confirming things, and and yeah, not not just trying to run with it. Um, yeah, asking questions. I love, I love that. <laughs> Um, I agree with Vaughn, Regina and Jordan. Uh, it's just, you know, um, building a good relationship with the colleagues or, you know, with, with the client themselves. And also just being, being happy, um, you know, with where you are, that, that will help you to, um, you know, give more focus on what you are doing. And then, yeah. Love it. Um, maybe because I'm doing the technical stuff. Um, so I think for me, um, the most important thing is to keep updated and learning since this industry is always evolved. Love it. If you could change one bit, uh, if you could make one change to the financial advice industry tomorrow, what would it be? Well, look, hopefully, Jamie, as we've seen, we've seen a bit of positive press around this <laughs> that there might actually be some changes implemented, but... My one change would be for clients to accept our advice and everything that comes with it in one document rather than have them uh, have to send out 10 things saying the same thing. Agreed. I'm going to agree with one as well. (laughs) That's a lot of paperwork and a lot of chasing up the clients. So, yeah. Yeah, not so many signatures and not so much hold time. I probably sound like a broken record, but I wish advice was more accessible and more affordable to the people who really need it. 
Um, I'd, I'd agree with the, the previous answers and say, yes, um, much more straightforward regulation would be better. Jamie, from you? Yeah, I'm the same. I, I think uh, advice has become complicated with regulation in the sense that it makes it hard for the client to actually sometimes understand um, with all that paperwork they're signing. And I think universal application. So I can't see how insurance companies can't have across the board the same application. So similar to how mortgage broking and banking works, you go into one online apply portal and you can go to any bank. So I think if insurance companies did that, um, the efficiencies it would create would be massive. So underwriting can be different and they can have all have their rules around it. But you know, if we were quoting going through one portal and applying, I think that's something someone should look at mm. as a smart business idea. Mm. <laughs> You sort of all touched on this a little bit, um, but maybe you can have some fun with this one, but best part of the job, not relating to the clients. Ooh, that's a tough one. Well, I'd say the best part of my job is seeing the respect and admiration on my colleagues' faces when I arrive in bright lycra every morning. <laughs> <laughs> the ability to talk about lunch in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Just getting to know everyone in the office. Yeah, it's good. Um, for me, probably just that no question is a silly question and I really feel like um, all of our voices are valued here and that you can sort of propose anything and it doesn't sound ridiculous. So, yeah, I like that about it. Um, I think just in general how, you know, we have a family kind of relationship with everyone, that's, that's what I really like about Yep, seconding that one as well. One little thing I like is uh, listening to the hold music in between. <laughs> um, be surrounded by a lot of good restaurants and then we can go out for lunch together as a team. I'm, I'm, I'm on the same boat here. I'm loving the excitement in the morning if someone's got food on their mind <laughs> leading into that lunchtime. Cool. Um, I've got one last one um, and this one you can touch on a little bit. Um, don't have to all, but... What is the most rewarding client experience that you've been a part of? Obviously not mentioning names or anything like that. Yeah, um, I think we have dealt with some uh, situations. I can think of one where a client was in a, a position that they were really confused and um, they hadn't really had the service that they were expecting from a previous uh, you know, advisor and uh, their thing, uh, their, their investments uh, were all over the place and so were their insurances and uh, whilst I haven't been part of a, a claim yet um, I've definitely been been part of that situation where a client you could tell the relief that we brought them just by tidying everything up and investing things properly um, and you know having a strategy in place so that's probably the most rewardable uh, for me. Uh, I'm unsure I haven't been here too long um, but I think we've uh end of life stuff, being able to help out um, when people are at that stage. Yeah. yeah, for me, it was probably a recent one. It was um, discovering some insurance inside a client's existing super fund that they didn't know that they had, um, being able to claim on that and drastically change what that person's life would look like over the next five to 10 years, even into retirement. Um, the sort of financial um, security has changed their lives entirely so that was very rewarding um, for for me to do and and I know that the clients are happy with it as well so um, I think for me um, having been working as a 
in the implementation side of the business before, the most rewarding thing for me was to implement all the advice for the clients within a very, you know, um, a limited time frame. Just, just um, you know, the feeling of, you know, um, completion and just sending the final email to the client saying you all your advice has now been completed and everything is sorted that's 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 so fulfilling <laughs> Jamie yourself uh, look I've probably had a few more years experience than some of you in the room but from an insurance point I've dealt a lot with claims um, and the relief for the family when that happens um, and support and I especially think when a trauma claim when it's happening um, and someone's going through a medical condition, um, some relief off, you know, the whole working balance um, and needing to get funds in, that, that's quite rewarding when you can help with that process. And I guess when people buy their first homes, when people, you know, retire, all those like milestones in life, um, it's nice to be a part of that journey, I think. Mm. Cool. Team, thank you very much for being a part of the podcast today. I reckon it's going to have our most listens. All your family's going to jump on. Everyone's going to be happy. <laughs> Kieran's going to send it to all of his mates. Look at him. He's, I reckon he'll shoot it across the chat in the, ch uh, in the chess games. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> hey, mate, give me a listen. But I really enjoyed today, so thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jamie. Coffin Bond Podcast is a product from Coffin Bond & Co, which we are an authorised representative of Cairn Financial. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of the Coffin Bond Podcast are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decision, you should read the product disclosure statement and if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from the podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Kofkin Bond website, or you can find resources on the ASIC website and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Kofkin Bond & Co. and the hosts of the Kofkin Bond podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of the country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.